Hello and welcome to the PSPA podcast, which is kindly brought to you by Pavers Foundation in memory of Mary Yule. I'm Liz Sturgis, a PSPA volunteer. Today on the PSPA podcast, we'll be talking about the relaunch of a much-loved awareness campaign just in time for PSP and CBD Awareness Week on the 23rd to the 29th of May. Scott Smith joins us today to talk to us about the relaunch of the awareness campaign Ed's Lace, which was named after his grandfather. Hi, Scott, and welcome to the PSPA podcast. So Ed's Lace is relaunching this month after it was initially used to raise awareness of PSP and CBD back in 2015. And the campaign's named after your grandfather. So can you tell us a little bit about him and his PSP diagnosis? Absolutely. And thank you very much for having me on the podcast today. It's, it's genuinely a, a real pleasure and honour to, to be uh, speaking with you today. Um, Ed, yeah. Um, first of all, he was a caring individual, um, very proud, very family orientated. Um, he was a loving husband. He was a loving father and a loving grandfather to, to, yeah. to everyone in, in the family. Um, he was well loved. Uh, within his circle of friends and the people that he connected with. Um, and he, he was just a real pleasure to, to be around and to grow up with. You know, I've got lots of fond memories of being picked up uh, by my nana and granddad uh, yeah. from school and spending lots of time at home, uh, at their home, should I say, sorry. Um, and just feeling loved, feeling yeah. wanted, feeling safe uh, in, in his company. Um, he was also quite a, a funny man and, and dry humour was uh, something that I was very good at. So he, he was able to kind of light up the room uh, with humour, but in, in a very kind of simple, dry way. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and his wife, Manan, used to have lots of uh, exchanges, shall we say, in the lounge, <laughs> which, were, which were passionate. I'm trying to think of words that describe um, that were very passionate, very... Uh, very funny to, to watch. And I, I used to always feel like I was on the set at Coronation Street with Jack and Vera. I don't know if you remember <laughs> yes. Jack and Vera, uh, where they, they they loved each other so much, but they they just, you know, they were both right in, yeah. in, in any kind of conversation. And it was just funny to, to be in their company when they were, they were having uh, that one of those moments. Um, my grandma was a really proud man. Um, he was really proud in, in everything he did from his work um, to being a friend for any duties that um, people w- would give to him. And, and there was things like I, I would be undertaking my, my homework at, at their house and um, he would um, come over to me. And I think that there's one particular memory that I've got um, where I, I think I'd written the word wrong. And so I just very neatly kind of crossed the, the the word out with a ruler yeah he said no no that, that's not good enough you've made a mistake you need to start again <laughs> and at the time it was just devastating to then have to start my homework from scratch yeah. and yeah. take the paper out start again but actually it was a bit of a life lesson he was telling me you know he was telling me to to be really proud of your work and um, he was telling me that um you know to try and strive for perfection and that is exactly uh, how I remember my granddad as someone that was really proud, um, someone that was just good company to be around. Um, and, and, and it's something that I try and, try and live by uh, every, every day yeah. now, um, which, which makes it even more devastating um, when we um, found out that he, he was unwell. Um, and, and that actually happened at a party. And hindsight obviously allows you to, to, to pinpoint perhaps where... Um, his PSP journey started but at the time we, we didn't know that this was the start of, of, of what's, what was to be and um, 
I remember it really well. I was, um, it was in the, the, the kitchen at, at a party um, and it was at the end of the party where people were leaving. And my granddad, who again, like I said, was, was someone that would make everyone laugh and, and would want to yeah. try and speak to everyone and, 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 and talk to everyone. Uh, he actually fell. And he fell backwards into, in, in, yeah, in, into the radiator. Um, a really bad fall out the blue um, into the radiator in the kitchen, uh, which in itself was a bit of a, oh, okay, is he, is he okay? Because it was a, a quite a nasty fall. Um, and at the time, we all thought perhaps he's had too many, uh, too many beers. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. needs to go home, rest up, and, 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 and wake up in the morning. But it was even strange, and it gets when you play it back in your head um it, it, you kind of remember and, and start to see other things that happened but w when he actually got up um he accused someone of pushing him which was okay completely yeah out of the blue from a granddad you know yeah. my granddad wouldn't be someone who would make such accusations um and he accused someone of, of, of pushing him over um and that's why he, he'd, he'd fallen over and, and he just had that very short instance where oh this isn't this isn't granddad you know what yeah. why, why why is this and 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 I don't know if it's like I say because of hindsight you, you I've played this moment over and over in my head and and perhaps it's you know more and more exaggerated when you get the information mm -hmm. later down the line but at the time we were all I think we were a bit of a shock a bit of oh okay but we moved on you know perhaps is like I say we, we've had such a good time this evening and, and, and we moved on. Um, but like I say, that was the start of, of his PSP journey. Um, later on, he um, would go to uh, clinics to try and find out what, what was wrong. I think he was starting to, to show Parkinson's-like um, symptoms and he was diagnosed with Parkinson's to begin with. As um, many people are, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we were one of many people at the start of the PSP journey mm. um, misdiagnosed with Parkinson's and, and I remember going to Parkinson's UK meetings um, to their one of their summer fates uh, their fundraisers yeah. um, to try and find out a bit more information about Parkinson's and how we could best support granddad yes um, and it's only when the Parkinson's you know well when granddad started to move you know his symptoms and, and what he was doing started to move beyond Parkinson's symptoms mm. that I think um, especially my mom and my nan really started to, to be concerned. Um, and this is all secondary, uh, secondhand kind of uh, knowledge, because this all comes through my mom and, and, and my nan, who would take granddad to, to his appointments. Um, but I remember my mom coming back one, one day from an appointment and, and saying that um, the Parkinson's nurse had said it might be something called PSP. And nice. um, just like many people, you spoken to and, and many people within the PSP CBD community um, you are asked to find out what PSP is yourself um, so yes. Strange, my mom, yes. And yeah strangely and sadly that my mum ended up using Google to find out what PSP was and if um, if there's one thing that I would say it's uh, it, it's, it's it was a blessing but also um, a bit of a shock all in one so it was a blessing that he'd been correctly diagnosed and you know, we were grateful for the Parkinson's nurse to be able to to, to make that diagnosis. Um, but equally, there was there was no support attached to that diagnosis. No. It was no. uh, almost a free fall. And, and if you do go into the Internet and Google PSP, um, unfortunately, it's a progressive condition and it doesn't end well. 
um, and it's it, it there's there's lots of, of emotions that then will, will will be attached to that. So we had a bit of a, a reality check, a bit of a shock as a family, um, and, and and things then started to, to to swiftly deteriorate. So as as many people living with PSP, um, my 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 granddad lost ability to walk by himself. So gradually went from, from walking with a walking stick to a to a Zimmer frame to a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, he also started to lose the ability to talk, uh, which was a real shame because he was an absolute pleasure to be around. Yet mm -hmm. here we are now um, sat with my granddad who is desperate to talk. And you can see, uh, you know, for, for those that have, have met and, and, and sat down with someone who with PSP, you'll, um, I hope you all kind of understand what, what I'm saying here, but you, you can see in their eyes that they're still very much in the room. They're still yes. sort of desperate to talk back. However, the brain isn't allowing it. And, and that was so difficult. It was difficult for me. It was difficult mm. for the family, but it must have been so difficult for granddad to not be able to communicate and be involved in the conversations that um, he so desperately wanted to be. Um, and... Yeah, later on, then he sadly ended up in a, a care home. He became extremely difficult to support at home. You know, yes. he was in his mid-80s, I think, uh, early 80s, uh, as was my nan. Um, and he was having falls. He was um, be becoming much more ill. And and, and the, the decision was to to move him into a care home. And so, you know, I, I, again, me seeing that decision being made, from the outside I think it, it wasn't an easy decision to be made but it was definitely the right decision yes um but I felt you know again that that again I feel, I feel really sorry for my granddad to, to have to go to a care home but also for for, for his his wife um for his son and daughters um it's a really difficult mm -hmm. decision to make um yeah. and he yeah so he he, he he was in the care home um so I'd go as often as, as I could. I, I actually found it really difficult to, to go um, to, to the care home um, because you just want the, the person that you've grown up to, to love and adore back. Yet mm -hmm. it, it's, it was really difficult. You know, I was mid-teens and it's really difficult to um, see someone that you loved. It was the first time that I'd seen someone that I loved, you know, deteriorate so, so badly. Um, and um, I, I remember... The last time, well, I didn't know at the time, but I remember now again looking back. The last time that I saw my granddad, and um, it's a it's a really um, it's a really nice memory for me. Uh, it's really sad actually talking about it, um, but yeah. it's a really nice nice memory. So my brother and I, my brother's seven years older uh, than me, and we always muck about and we always have jokes with each other and banter, yeah. and we're always taking the mick out of each other. And I'd been to the care home and I was sat with granddad and I'd said something. I, for the life of me, I don't know what I'd said, but I'd said something that was taking the nick out of my brother, a little bit of a, a, a jib at my brother. Um, and my granddad just burst into laughter. Like <laughs> out of the blue. Yeah, it yeah. was. It really was. You know, out of the blue, he'd been quiet all day. And then he just burst into laughter. So obviously something had clicked um, that he'd, he'd found funny and he, he just came out with this bellow of a laughter. Um, and it, just made me really kind of really happy that granddad yeah. was laughing and it's like, all right, see you later, granddad. Um, and then, then, then off I went. And it, it was a, a few weeks later that, that I then got a call uh, one morning from a mum that, that sadly he passed away. Um, he 
had um, aspiration pneumonia, oh um, and he was found in, in his in in the care room in, in a really bad way, and, and was taken to hospital, where um, you know the decision was just to, to allow his body to determine the outcome, and and, and his body, I think, had, had, had said that's it, that that's enough yeah. now, yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah, he, he passed away in. November 2012. Well, thank you for that lovely picture of your grandfather. I can almost see him. I mean, it's just great. And and also your observations about hindsight that you can, it really does kind of throw the light on some things that you can't explain at the time, doesn't it? So thank Absolutely. you. So this campaign, Ed's Lace, was your idea, wasn't it? Um, how did you come up with it? Oh, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's again a really funny one. Um, so the and, the and the reason why why I'm laughing is it actually came about when I was at university, and I was in our shared kitchen, and there'd been a party the night before, and the shared kitchen was a mess, and also the table had been broken. I think someone had fallen onto it. <laughs> And I was sat against a wall with this half table propped up against the wall, eating probably baked beans on toast um, and and um, just thinking about um, ways in which I could uh, raise awareness uh, or, or create content to raise awareness for PSP. Because I, I decided that for my dissertation that I would um, try and raise uh, awareness of PSP and CBD and work with the PSP Association okay, and, yeah. and they kindly agreed to support me with my dissertation. Um, so I was actually undertaking a master's in science communication, which is all about how we communicate you know, the raw science and the raw data um, to a varying audiences all the yeah, way from healthcare professionals to the general audience. Yeah, it really is. And that all came about from me wanting to uh, improve the way um, conditions are communicated to people and that came from um the, the journey that i took with with my granddad with his psp journey um so there I was in sheffield in a kitchen um that had, that had been trashed and i'd spent that that day really researching uh, into the science behind psp mm -hmm. and i was talking to uh, my partner at the time who's now my wife um saying oh, you know, it's it, it's it's like, and I was trying to describe what PSP is like, and out of the blue, I said it's like a shoelace. I don't know where it came from, but I said it's like a shoelace. You know, if you cut the end off a shoelace, it, it starts to fray, and that's exactly what happens in PSP. Uh, and it was really interesting because my wife went, "All oh, right, yeah, yeah, I get that. That that really works." Um, and as all good husbands know, when when your wife agrees to something <laughs> and says something's right, you listen. So I listened, and um, I, I remember the next kind of couple of couple of hours, I was busy on the computer creating a graphic um, that would show kind of it was like a Googled imaged shoelace, and I'd gone onto like a, like a paint and I edited the shoelace yeah. and it started to fray, mm -hmm. and I was like, this 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 perhaps has legs. Um, so I started to to look into. Um, how I could kind of start to describe the, the shoelace for both a, a general audience and a, and a scientific audience, as, okay. it, as it were. Trying to, that was where, where I was going to be marked on from a dissertation, how I could kind of offer um, content for both audiences. Um, and I was very lucky to find out that, um, so for, for, for kind of a general audience, for, for um, people that perhaps don't have a, a scientific background or, or don't work within a health or, or social care environment, um, 
it's really easy to know. You cut the end of a shoelace off, it starts to fray, it deteriorates over time, just like those with PSP. Right. So that's yeah. really easy to understand. Yes. But actually, it's got a, a, a scientific, um, you know, it's very, uh, it's a, there's a simile to, to the scientific version as well. So inside the brains, um, we've got lots of neurons. You know, the brain is full of millions, if not billions of neurons. Um, and these are the, the cells, the brain cells that allow us to communicate and, 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 and do what we do as human beings. Uh, and within the neurons, uh, there are these things called microtubules. Uh, and they're really kind of the, the, they add the strength to the neuron. Um, and they're protected by a protein called tau, which I'm sure lots of people have heard of the protein tau. And they wrap around these microtubules to keep them you know, safe and secure. Um, what happens in those with PSP is that uh, the tau breaks away and forms tau clumps, tau tangles, and then it leaves the microtubule to, to deteriorate. So if you can look at a shoelace, you've got the, the plastic end of a shoelace, which is called the aglet. And that protects and keeps the shoelace in order. So that's like the towel over the microtubule. You get rid of the towel. If you get rid of the plastic on the shoelace, it starts to fray, just like the neurons start to deteriorate. So there's also a really scientific version of Ed's lace that I used for my dissertation. Um, so I was really pleased that um, you know I uncovered what is a really simple idea, but also has a, a much more kind of very realistic scientific um, uh, use as well. Uh, so the next steps were to go to B&Q and I went and got a big piece of, of, of rope. It was a, yeah. <laughs> a, a big green piece of rope um, and a, that was my first prop. And I started to talk to friends and family about it, people that I trusted um, and tried to kind of, I had my kind of little script that I would use. Oh, if you cut the end of a shoelace, it starts to fray. This is like people with PSP. And I was, I was almost like uh, repeating myself many, many times. Um, just to see if this this could help and people saying yeah i really get it it really helps me understand yeah. um what psp is um i then had to because of the uh, the research nature of the dissertation i then ran a focus group um and you know lots of friends and family who i'm forever grateful for their support came along and we went through a series of different products and videos and Ed Slace was one of them about how people could understand uh, what the condition was and Ed Slace came okay, up on yeah. top which right. was great. Um, and then I said, right, I'm going to go to the PSP Association and share what I found. So I remember sitting in toaster in the boardroom at the bottom, you know, on, yeah. on the ground floor. Um, and I said, guys, I've got this, this, um, this shoelace idea. Um, and, and I think you've got to have a, uh, a, a bit of confidence yourself. And I really, I felt so confident in myself because of the love and support that I'd got from friends and family um, to just randomly in a meeting go, this shoelace is going to be yeah. great by the way you know <laughs> yeah. it's just an odd thing to bring up but I was really confident it could work um and there was uh, people at the PSP association went yeah that, that sounds great let's go with it and I was just like all right brill so we're going to go for it and and I got a call from um a couple of weeks later from the charity and they said we really like the shoelace idea uh, would you mind it if we called it Ed's Lace all uh, oh, right Oh, okay. And I was like, that, that's lovely. Um, and they were like, because it, it almost personifies the lace. It, it yes. brings a, a person, it brings a story to the shoelace. And um, people like hearing about stories and, 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 and stories about other people. Yes. Um, so it's actually the PSP Association that, that named it Ed's Lace. Um, and yeah, it just took off from there. Wow. 
So they rolled it out as an awareness campaign. PSPA mm-hmm. rolled it out as an awareness campaign and kind of took on a whole new shape with people not just wearing it in their shoes, um, but coming up with lots of creative ways to draw attention to the lace on their person, like creating wristbands, headbands, brooches, bag charms, and so on. Um, so this must have been really exciting for you to see the development of, of your idea uh, like that. What was your what do you think your favorite thing was about seeing the campaign up and running? There's so many ways in which I could answer. There's so many things that just made it such a and, and genuinely a really magical time for me. You know, I'm so grateful and, and feel so honored to have something that I could remember my granddad by in such a positive yes. way. And, and that's got to be the top. Um, it's got to be that even though granddad isn't here physically, he still has a presence. Um, yeah. And not just with my family, I was able to share Ed, you know, with thousands of, of, of people um, across the world, in, in fact. You know, it went from being something that had started at a local group in Manchester, the PSP group in Manchester, mm. and had been part of my dissertation, um, and, and, and kind of grown with, with people wearing them in, in all different weird and wonderful ways and and so the the most exciting and, and best part was that people were talking about my granddad um and people were having conversations about psp people were saying you know why not if you're wearing bright green shoelaces that look like they need updating and changing um and i remember someone showing an example that that happened on the train so they were on the way to, to an event and it happened on the train. Someone was just like, I'm just really curious. Why? What, what, what's this about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they talked about PSP. They talked about, um, you know, what PSP is and, and, and how the PSP Association can support those with, with the condition. And that was just wonderful to hear that more and more conversations were, were being had yeah. about PSP. Um, and then finally, I, I, I couldn't not mention the, um, the network event at Parliament. You know, this is... Yeah beyond my kind of wildest dreams that I'd be <laughs> invited to Parliament, um, let alone just to be invited to an event in Parliament, which in itself was a real privilege, but to be invited to an event that was all about a campaign that was, you know, was, was being headed up by, by, my, my, by my granddad. Was yeah. just, yeah. you know, these things don't happen often uh, and, you know, it was just an amazing experience. Uh, you know, I, I got the train down with my mom and, and my now wife, um, and we just had the best day ever at Parliament. Wonderful. You know, yeah, going yeah. into, uh, yeah, in, in, yeah, I've never been into to the House of Parliament before, mm-hmm. but also meeting MPs, um, seeing the shoelace being talked about, um, and seeing a real momentum um, and a real connection of, of, of kind of bringing the PSP and CBD community together. Yeah. Um, and again, it's only when you look back in hindsight, you just see actually how, how well it went. I think yes. At the time, I was just taking every moment as it came and, and really enjoying yeah. every opportunity. You know, we had rugby clubs and football clubs wearing shoelaces. Um, one of my friends used to play for Sale Sharks. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I'll get some of the players to wear. And they were playing a huge game against Leicester Tigers. And there was five of their team, um, five of the Sale Sharks guys wearing Ed's Lace. Um, oh. And what was really funny on that is that he shared a photo at, at the end of the game uh, and the shoelaces had completely deteriorated because I don't <laughs> think they were the highest of qualities for professional rugby players. So I did feel a bit bad that these players uh, struggled with their 
with the shoelaces during the game. But it was just, I don't know, everything was just happening and everything, everyone was just saying yes and everyone was just saying, I get it. And and I don't know, it just this huge momentum um, that um, that brought people together was just, yeah, magical. It really yeah. was. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. So that was seven years ago. How did you feel when the PFPA team got in touch earlier this year to say they'd like to relaunch Ed Slace this May for um, Awareness Week, this time with purple and orange laces? It was wonderful. It yeah. brought back so many wonderful memories for me. Um, it's it's just, you know, it's exciting to hear that we are going to be talking about uh, Ed's Lace. It's exciting that we're going to have lots of people, hopefully across the UK and perhaps beyond, um, you know, choosing their favourite colour or maybe choosing both colours and, yeah. and and wearing a shoelace and, and, and more conversations happening. You know, we, we, we still need more and more people to talk about PSP and CBD. We still need more awareness. We still need more uh, support for, for organisations like mm. the PSP Association. Um, so to have Ed's Lace come back and hopefully play its part in that um, it, it is, again, a real honour, um, but really exciting. Yes. And, and it's actually quite a, it, it's a, a really timely moment for us because in, in at the end of this year, it will be 10 years since we, we lost of Ed. Of course, yeah. Um, and, you know, every year we, we as a family kind of reflect and, and, and think about Ed. Um, but I think when you hit a milestone like 10 years, it, it's, it's a little bit more sensitive and, and mm. you think a little bit more and it can be more emotive. Whereas I think this year for, for us as a family, uh, we'll have that emotion, of course we will. You know, we will and, and yeah. still do miss Ed, but we'll hopefully be able to celebrate that again is he's created awareness of, of PSP and CVD yes. and the PSP association. So with the sadness, there's, it's going to be wrapped around with, with happiness and joy as well. So that's, uh, that's lovely. And, 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 and just a few months ago, I had uh, my wife and I welcomed a little boy into the world, our first child, Aww. who is called Ed as well. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So it, it just felt like all oh, the stars had aligned. So when the PSP Association got in touch, it, it, yeah, it just really filled me with joy. All came together. Yeah, exactly. amazed to read that you circulated about 4,000 laces in the last campaign um, and you got lots of social media and press coverage as you've talked about um, what sort of impact are you hoping the campaign will have this time? Uh, yeah I mean, last time was just beyond uh, what I ever imagined it would achieve uh, to know that 4,000 shoelaces has been sent across the world was just yeah. phenomenal um, and it, you know, let, let's try and do the same, if, if not better. Um, it's you can look at this two ways, and, and I'm always one for being optimistic and realistic. Um, the optimism in me is that we're a more connected society now. You know, more and more people have social media, so perhaps uh, the campaign will be bigger and better than before because the the reach will be far greater than than seven years ago. Um, so that's a real optimist in me that we can really generate a lot of support and, and awareness through this campaign and I hope I really do hope it does that um, but the realist in me is just about if even if one conversation happens if one person is made aware of the devastating impact of PSP and CBD or is made aware of the support that they or loved one could get from the PSP association or yes 
has influence whether they're a politician or um, you know they they have uh, money that they could donate to the charity if they hear about it through the shoelace and and, and take action um, then it, it, it's you know it's a it's job done you know it's yeah. just it yeah. starts small and I think if you think small with the one conversation I think then um, we, you know we, we can go on to great things but uh, you know fingers crossed we can we can sell a few thousand shoelaces and, and and have um you know as many conversations as we did last time yes absolutely and i mean i was going to ask you why people should get involved but you've really said about getting involved in this campaign to spread the word really isn't it and to make people aware of the support they can have for absolutely this as well. absolutely yeah. it's just a it's a i i describe it as a fun uh activity and and you know, people listening to, to this podcast may think, well, PSP and CBD aren't fun. And absolutely, they're not. They're, they're, you know, I, I sometimes call them, uh, you know, PSP a criminal disease because it does rob you of your ability to do yeah. the basics such as walk, talk, speak, swallow your personality. So it's a criminal disease and, and, and it's such a, a horrible, horrible condition. However, Ed Slace just adds a little bit of fun to what is a, a really tough time and a really yeah. tough conversation to have. You know, I've been there, I've seen my mom and my nan time and time again have to say, oh, granddad's got PSP, what's PSP? Yeah. Well, it's, and you go into almost a little script again, don't you? And it's, it always felt so tough for them to, to have to, to keep repeating themselves. Whereas Ed's Lace, you do that in a fun way. You, you bring a bit of fun, and if it's only for the week, perhaps you know. You know, I know still people like my nan still got her head slaced on one of her bags, <laughs> so it, it's it's lasted seven years. But just for that week, have a bit of fun. You know, yes. wear one of these bright coloured shoelaces. Really get people um, to notice your shoelace, and, and in hope that they'll ask you the question. And I tell you what, when people do ask you the question, and when you do open up because of Ed Slace, you well, I definitely felt some sort of um, almost like I've, I've, I've done my bit for, for the yeah. PSP and CBD community and it makes you feel good because it's a, yeah. a it's in a more positive light instead of going to a health appointment and, and explaining to healthcare professionals what PSP is this is a more fun way of doing it and you know what especially now uh, in, in what everyone's going through and, and if you're going through a, a PSP or CBD journey um, you know I would recommend just just having that week where you, you can bring something a little bit more fun or positive uh, into that journey because it, it, it hopefully will help you and, and where you're at. Yes, lovely. We can all be ambassadors, can't we? And, and it's lovely to know that Ed was the sort of person who would enjoy this, this idea, this slightly silly idea. Yeah. He would. And I've always said, if he was here to say now, I think he'd, he'd, he'd come over to me and say, you know, he would be dead proud. He would be yeah. the first thing he would say he, is that he'll be really proud. You know, I talked at the start about uh, being proud of your work, being a perfectionist. And I really did work yes. hard with this. And the people around me, the friends and family in the PSP Association made this happen. Um, and he would be so proud of everyone coming together. Um, and I think, yeah, like you said, it's a it, 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 I think it embraced the silliness of it, actually. Yeah. I think it'd be, it'd like that element of it. Um, and I think he'd be quite humble in, in, in the name of the, of, of the shoelace, but all in all, he'd be really proud and of, 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 of what we've achieved. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. It's been a pleasure to have you on the PSPA podcast today um, and hear about the background to Ed's Lace. 
and how something so simple can create conversations and greater awareness of PSP and CBD. So I look forward to seeing it all up and running again from the 23rd of May. Um, if anyone would like to get involved with the Ed's Lace Awareness Campaign, you can purchase Ed's Lace from the PSPA website shop from the 18th of May for just £2 per lace. We'd love to see you all wearing Ed's Lace with pride, so don't forget to take plenty of photos and share it on social media using the hashtag Ed's Lace and tagging us in using at PSP Association on Facebook and Twitter and at team underscore PSPA on Instagram. And I guess the main question will be, where will you wear your Ed's Lace? Mm -hmm.